0: welcome welcome you are listening to the faith fitness and freedom podcast and i'm your host rebecca Taber, former overweight atheist corporate girl turned fit over 40 purpose chasing god girl and fitness coach entrepreneur i am looking forward to sharing with you today about managing the hard and what it looks like to build a relationship with God. And in my walk, that has been my experience is building this relationship with God is a never ending journey. And I want to give you some insights because it is a reminder for me again this week as somebody had asked me a question that I think people hear me speak sometimes or hear me share sometimes and assume that i've always had this whatever they perceive to be a level of connection with god right and reality is it's something that i got to cultivate over time and it was through the most difficult seasons that I really leaned in and really built the depth in my relationship with God. So my goal is by the end of this podcast that if you are walking through a really hard season or you've heard about this idea of having a relationship with God and you just don't quite feel the connection, that one, by the end of this episode, you feel encouraged. And two, perhaps you have some, Ideas or tools or perspective on how to create a stronger connection with God. So let me start with managing the hard. Man, this has been a whirlwind of the last few weeks, as as it is in any season. But uh, just you know, two weeks ago I got to come alongside two of my clients and celebrate with them having. Gone through a challenging, both of them individually, different women that I coach through my programs. And they had been coming, going through a very challenging season. Um, one in particular, it was a long season of waiting and transition. And I got to long, walk alongside of her through that and help her, her guide that. And so, yes, like I always say, um, dropping the pounds is a side effect of doing the inner work. And I got to, more importantly, walk her through actually both of them walk through this aspect in fact the one of them even on one of our calls said you know I thought I was coming to you for one thing but i what i am getting from working with you is so much more than what I expected because we get to dig in, because we get to look at our thoughts and our perspectives and how we're showing up in everyday life so that we can experience God's best for us in who we are as we are and as he continues to grow and cultivate um, who he needs to be within us, right? And so both of these individual women, after experiencing an extended period of time of just a difficult and hard season they landed like the ideal positions for them that was one of the things that was a challenge in their life when we started working together was not being one not working and the other um, not being in the position that she felt was really aligned for her and so two of them celebrated in the last couple of weeks getting these amazing new positions and then after the tail end of celebrating that with them i now have two clients that are walking through incredibly heart-wrenching difficult seasons. And I will tell you that in my 20-year walk with God, I have shared in the past. I've had many opportunities to walk through very hard things with him. And having been an atheist at one point agnostic, but most for the most of my, you know, teenage years, early 20s, an atheist to the point of not only denying him, but saying that Christians were weak and they needed a crutch because they couldn't handle life on their own. Sorry. Those I'm always going to be truth and love. And for those of you that might happen to have stumbled on this podcast, know that that I love you where you're at, because if it weren't for people that spoke truth into my life and not preached to me, just planted seeds, just lived their life, just showed up. And one in particular, you know, had not always been um, strong in their walk. One was not a believer. And in both of their lives, I saw their lives completely transformed a few years ahead of mine. And so I will always be real in that I know now when I would criticize Christianity, when I would criticize believers before, it was truly me that was weak. But to say that I don't need it was one of my defense mechanisms. And I share that with you because what I've learned over the last 20 years is that going to him, going to God in my hardest seasons is when I've built the next level of depth and relationship with him so for example i share my a little bit more of my story in the very first episode so i don't want to share all of it here and take up that much time but when i first came to know the lord my son was about a year old and it was such an incredibly hard devastating gut-reaching time I'm sorry it was probably when my son was between two and three where it was like really all things my entire world was falling apart my entire world as I knew it was falling apart and I had just accepted God into my life when my son was about a year old and in that season I was so desperate for comfort I was so desperate for hope I was so desperate to feel okay I was desperate to be able to function Um, at that time I was a single mom and I remember we had actually started to to live with a good girlfriend of mine um at the time for a season and they she was one of the people that had planted seeds in my life and was had become really strong in her faith and and so we were we were with them and I'm so grateful for that season and I dove into God's word because I was searching for answers, I was looking for hope. I was looking to try and make sense of all that was happening. And thankfully, also, not by coincidence and by God's grace, I started in a church that was about having a personal relationship with God. And what I mean by that is there are different philosophies, if you will, forgive me if that's not like I'm not a theologian. So forgive me if that's not the right terminology. But I think for those of you that may be confused, and again, thinking of another client that is currently going through a hard season that wasn't raised, so to speak, in the church. So she was in church an entire life and did not know that she could have a personal relationship with God until I believe it was when she was in her 30s and she just happened to change churches. Maybe it was late 20s so my point is is I apparently by God's grace lucked out and had that understanding built into me as a foundation so I did not start my walk with God with this thought or this belief that it only could be happening through a pastor or through a priest or through somebody else or if I did these works then I could have a relationship I'm super grateful knowing what I know now that God placed me exactly where I needed to be in one of the most difficult seasons of my life knowing and just assuming because no one had told me otherwise everybody was talking to me at that time about building this relationship with God and because that I did and let me explain that a relationship with God in my opinion is that Simple. It's the relationship that you, it's the same things you would do to build a relationship of any other kind, right? When you are dating your significant other and you're wanting to get to know them, you invest time, you ask questions, you care, right? Or maybe it's even within your family. I think I've shared this before, but Priscilla Schreier talks about the fact that no one else could distinguish her dad's voice from her brother's voice. And her brother would kind of play with people because he used that to their to his advantage and I won't go too far into that story but she would she would say or she has said in many of her stories that this, within seconds of one of them answering the phone she knew exactly if it was junior or senior because she had invested so much time in being present and being in relationship with them you may have that best friend where you've just known each other for so long you can anticipate her wants you can anticipate her needs you know even without seeing her because maybe she hasn't reached out as much or maybe she normally does this but she did not like you know her steps you know her way of being because you've invested time and to the extent in which you invest time in any person in any relationship to the extent in which you pay attention and you are mindful of that other person so you're intentionally not only investing time but you're intentionally present when you are investing the time and you're intentionally and actively listening when you're in conversation with them so that over time you get to know them and over time your relationship goes deeper stronger than you could have ever imagined right and that's what having a personal relationship with god is all about that is what it's like and so when we're going through the hard those are the seasons where i'll speak for myself when I've had those pockets of the hardest moments of my life is when I've really gotten to know kind of like a new level or a new layer of who God is, his truce of being able to, to sit with him and understand him, of being able to anticipate, to strengthen my faith, to strengthen my hope. And when I get to look back over the last 20 years, I also then, because I chose to go to him, because I chose to... To continually show up during the hard, I can look back and see firsthand the faithfulness that he has shown in my life. I can look back firsthand and see where maybe even a circumstance didn't turn out where, the way I expected it in the season, but he knew what my greater good was for, or he knew what was for my greatest good, right? And he held me the entire time. I honestly can look back for even when I wasn't a believer. There was times where I should have lost my life child, and he, he held me and protected me because he had a purpose. And again, when I talk like this, it's my confidence is because I've just invested the time. And so one of my my clients had had shared that she just, and I'm so grateful that she was, you know, courageous enough to share. She shared that she doesn't know if she has that relationship, that she doesn't quite feel the connection. And so it was on my heart to just share, as I shared with her, but share with you as well that it really is about the time. It's about the investment. It's about the depth. It's about leaning in. It is truly about the way you get to know God since, um, you know, he gave us the word. He gave us the Bible. It is his living word. And so we are called to read the Bible for ourselves, listening to this podcast, listening to people that are far greater and, you know, theologians and and all the things and your pastor and your community, all of that is important. You know, getting to with coaches, getting with mentors, all of that is helpful. God places people in our lives either for a lifetime or a season for a reason. We aren't meant to walk alone. So that is another um, point that I want to make sure that you understand is the connection is where He amplifies whatever it is that he is trying to speak to you. He amplifies the knowing that you already have of his presence. He amplifies the awareness of himself through the community that he has you in, through the family that he has you in, through the people that he places in your life. You do get to be an active participant in that also. So you do want to make sure that you are choosing to be investing time with like-minded believers. Ladies, you need to be connected with powerful women that are believers and strong in their faith. They are walking, none of us are perfect. God will finish the work on us the day he takes us home. We all have strengths. We all have areas of improvement. But that is exactly why we're called to be in community. It's on my heart to make sure that I make it super clear though, ladies, you are meant to do that with like-minded women, not men. It is our job to connect with either our husbands or the, you know that significant other, not um, male friendships because that is something that an enemy will use to try and distract, divide, but I have absolutely believe in the power of like-minded women connecting with other like-minded women. Now, it also doesn't mean that you like give up the friendships that maybe don't know the Lord yet. Like I said, I wouldn't be where I'm at am. We love people where they're at in whatever season, but you do want to make sure that you are connected. And if there happens to be um, you know, a Christian man listening to this now, same for you, you want to make sure that you are connected with like-minded Christian men and choose to include like-minded men, if you're a man, like-minded women, if you're a woman, so that you have the opportunity to allow God to amplify what he's saying to you, to um, encourage you, to hold you accountable for his word. There's so many different values for having those important relationships. But that is where building the relationship, getting back on track a little bit, get that is where building the relationship really is strengthened is during the hard times, right? Unfortunately, we don't have a lot of examples of it in this day and age, but we get the analogy of people that are, you know, married 30, 40, 50 years I guarantee you they've had, or 60, 70 years, depending on how old they are, right? Um, I guarantee you they've had some stuff. It's not because they never dealt with some stuff. It's not because they never had hard things happen in their life that they lasted the 50, 60 years. It's actually through the hard things. Like, Have you ever spent time with somebody that has been married for 50, 60 years, right? The connection, the knowing, the... um just that it, it's just a different level of love and understanding and empathy and, you know, um, compassion and all the things. That's why I, this was true for my grandparents. They're the only example that I have in terms of like long lasting. my They both got ill within the same couple of years of each other. And I honestly, I don't remember how many years, but they were, you know, in their 70s, or I think they were actually in their 80s when they passed. So they had been married all of that time, and so when my grandmother—and actually, am I? I remember, yeah. When my my grandmother, my nani, passed first, and my paws, my grandfather, who is one of the greatest men I've ever known, passed within six months of her. And I truly believe that it is because of that connection. That's not an uncommon story, and not to be on a tangent, but my point is, is that. That depth of a relationship happens because they stuck with each other through the hard. And the same is true with God, right? When we dig in and we give us, give him our heart, And that brings me to the next point is that God can handle all of our emotions. And that is part of what builds the intimacy, So again, I talked about this a little bit on my last episode, but the old version of me before I knew God turned to so many different things that were not of God right? Um, it, it You know, in my early 20s before I had my son and all that kind of stuff. And then once I had my son, it was food was my, my thing. And for a long time, I turned to food instead of God. But when we are finally able to break free of whatever it is we're turning to, right? Going to God with all of the emotions, with that trust, with that hope, with that faith, and really a resiliency to ask him To show me what I don't see right and so with my clients that are going through this season a couple of examples would be you know going you know one is is managing through just an incredible time of betrayal and and just heartache like gut-wrenching heartache and there's no answer there's no you know she is an amazing woman that loves the Lord and there's no rhyme or reason as to why this is happening in her life but in this season it is the opportunity to to take the hurt take the pain to god be mad like and again, this is my opinion, but I I believe with everything in me, and I know because I'm living proof of this, that God can handle when we're angry. God can handle when we're doubtful. God can handle when we don't understand why something is happening. And then we get to though, when we sit with him in the pain, we sit with him in the discomfort versus choosing a vice to numb out or when we when we choose to do that versus just Sit with what is happening and continually go and lean into Him. He will meet us where we are at and He will give us what we need. It doesn't happen instantaneously, it doesn't happen overnight. When you're going through a season of hard, the process of identifying thoughts and getting real with where they're coming from and learning how to identify them, choose how long to sit with them and replace them with God's truths and really learn. Um, And I get to, to be a part of that and teaching how to, to sit him, sit with him and invite him in and invite him into that space and how to show up and be vulnerable and allow the emotion so that he can truly go to work and you can truly start to operate from a position of even when the circumstance is still hard, even when the answers are still unknown, you get to a point where you're able to navigate from a position of peace. And surrender. And when we choose peace and surrender, and we choose to continually go to him and sit with him versus choosing avoidance, and I get like, again, it is not an easy, this is one of the reasons why it's something we get to work on, um, you know, until the day he comes and takes us home. But there is a very definitive process in which we get to become be a student of our mind and body and we get to continually work on that because when we choose to be in surrender when we choose to sit in the discomfort and when we choose to um allow the the Processing and the navigating of what is happening and how we're responding and why we're responding or how we're reacting and what the core issues are, then he gets to truly do the work in us. Because how many of you know you've maybe you've seen a pattern where you're dealing with the same thing over and over again through the course of of time, but it's you know, maybe you are challenged in some aspect of life and you think you get ahead of it and then it comes up again later on right maybe you chose some sort of band-aid approach something or other than going to God and really allowing him you chose some version of your avoidance at the time you chose some version of your numbing out at the time and when we do that it may seem to get us through the process or that moment in time but it's a temporary fix so then Those whatever that circumstance was or that situation or that feeling or that emotion or that something that you battle with will continue to show up periodically until we really get to a point where we're completely surrendered and allow God to do the work that he needs to do without us going into some sort of avoidance or numbing out or a band-aid. So an example of that would be, which is what I get to work with most of, you know you can see incredibly ambitious um, successful women that are have all the accolades but when they struggle with weight there's there's something going on there is something greater it's not about the number on the scale it's not even about the food there is something else and the weight is just a symptom of whatever that something else is because the food and sometimes it's not taking care of yourself it's the you know sometimes most people assume it's overeating or most people assume it's not taking care of for yourself and for a lot of women that is true but for some women it's the avoidance of because they're not eating right so they're not caring for themselves that way so there's there could be many different reasons that it's showing up that way but it is a very visible result of something much deeper going on and in my opinion a lot of times it's also attached to a very real spiritual battle and the only way to truly start to recognize the battle that is happening and start to recognize the enemy is to one invite God in, in a very specific way, but also allow yourself to sit, allow yourself to do the digging. Um, in your quiet moments without, instead of, for example, going to the food or going to the alcohol or going to the avoidance and shutting down, you know, a sector of emotion because it's difficult or it's hard or that's the way you've learned how to survive, whatever the case may be, when we stop choosing our vice, when we stop choosing avoidance when we stop choosing food instead of God or whatever it is instead of God and really invite him in and allow him to sit again he can handle the hard but not only can he handle the hard not only can he handle your questions not only can he handle your doubts your fears your sadness your anxiety all the things he wants you to be free of them he wants to be able to come alongside of you and help you cultivate and transform your heart for whatever uh elevate or evolution that you need to experience next for yourself and for those around you and for your your purpose that he has given you because to the extent in which we hold on to the the negative emotions to the extent in which we hold on to and cling to our stories that don't serve us to the extent in which we allow the enemy to amplify our vices or our insecurities or the traumas that we think are hidden but are just simply not dealt with, right? To the extent in which we allow the enemy to use those, leverage those, amplify those, and or to the extent in which we sit into any kind of negative emotion like worry or anxiety, those things of varying degrees take away from our fullest capacity to experience the spirit he already has placed in us and all that goes with it, with his spirit in us, truly your potential for peace, your potential for connection with God, your potential for knowing your purpose being able to show up as you want to show up as a woman as a mom as a wife as the entrepreneur as the person that is helping someone else grow their business or maybe your thing is is you're really good at helping other people care for their houses we each have very unique very specific purposes and together as a community that is how we best function but within that community each by leaning on each other's strengths. But within that community, it's up to each and every individual to do our part to be on guard, to build that relationship with with God, circling back to where we started, which is just literally a personal relationship like we already talked about, investing the time and getting to know him, investing the time and getting to know his word, investing the time in with him in quiet right in surrounding yourself with people that are like-minded and going to help you foster that relationship right and when you are in a season of hard or you're in a moment of a hard feeling it's in inviting him in and being real he already knows what you're feeling he already knows what you're thinking so the the more strength you have to just lay it all out for him and invite him in to show you what you don't see to heal what you don't even know yet that needs to be healed to calm your anxieties to help you sometimes the prayer is to be able to like you need to see the hope you need to see his hand to help you focus and be able to realize and recognize because he's always there and he's always leaving you know footprints or touches it's up to us to choose to see them because he loves us so um, beyond what we could ever imagine. For those of you that do have kids, or maybe you have fur babies, or maybe you have a niece or a nephew, or just somebody in your life that you mentor, like you want them to know that they're cared for and they're loved, and you want to do things for them that are going to show them that, right? And take that, multiply it by a thousand times a thousand, and you may get close to what God wants to do for us, Maybe right? And so he promises he came to give us life and give us life in abundance in every aspect of life that is for you. And he stands for you. We get to be active participants in that, right? So I encourage you to continue to work on building that relationship with him. And if you are going through a hard season, it's a process of leaning into him and not going to something else, right? And in order to break old habits, in order to break old trends, that old kind of cliche is so very true. If you want to do things differently, you have to, um, if you want to get a different result, you have to do things differently, right? You can't continue with the same patterns and you may need help in doing that. Most of us do. I know that I am a much different woman than I am today, first and foremost because of God, but also because of the people that he has placed in my life along the way, and the combination of friendships, mentors, and investments in coaches for different aspects of life. And so I would encourage you to really take that to prayer and see where you need help and what resources might be appropriate for you to get you to that next level of relationship with God or purpose or wherever it is that you know that you've got more in you, you just don't quite know how to bring it out of you yet. So if I can be of help or of service, you can find me on social media at Rebecca Tabert. That's on Facebook. I would also, of course, love to continue the conversation with you. You can email me at Rebecca at RebeccaTabert.com. Or if you're not already part of our community on Facebook, join us there. The Faith, Fitness, and Freedom community. Bye for now. Love you guys.